The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Show, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. I'm Scarlett Pro. And I'm Damien Tessa. Michael Barr is off. But on the show today, we're going to talk about a firm that has a bit of a new profile. It wants to help NFL pros find opportunities beyond football and into venture capital. It's not just a talent management company. It is Athletes First, and it is the subject of a Bloomberg Business Week piece penned by Bloomberg's Ira Boudway. Ira, great to have you with us. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about what is going on with Athletes First. It's been around for a while, um, but there are some new investors. That's right. So this is one of the big shops in the NFL. They only do NFL. Uh, They have, you know, they're up there with Octagon and CAA. They were founded in 2001 by Brian Murphy, David Dunn, who broke off from Jerry Maguire himself, Lee Steinberg. (laughs) (laughs) Aftermonious, like all agent splits, yes. Um, And uh, they now are selling majority uh, stake in the company to a pair of VC firms, Mastery Ventures and General Catalyst. And Mastery Ventures founder Rudy Klein-Thomas will become the new chair of Athletes First. So, you know, Ira, take me back here. I mean, because this is this is an interesting one to me, only because if you look back to 2015, uh, Japanese advertising giant Dentsu purchased one third of athletes first, if I'm not mistaken, at a valuation of just $50 million. Again, that was in 2015 for our audience. That was some seven, eight years ago. Now this is the number one agency covering most of the, I mean, they did the Deshaun Watson deal, right? That's, That's right. The beast. So my point is, what do you think this, I mean, we don't have information, but like, do we have any sense on what the valuation of this company is? What I was told uh, on background was uh, that it, it's significantly more than that fifty million. Uh, so <laughs> I would imagine that, that. Yeah, I don't know. And you know, in this time, majority share. So typically, when you get control, you pay a premium for that as well. Now, what's interesting, though, I mean, think about it, right? I mean, these are agents, right? And and as you rightly point out, David Dunn himself, you know, he left Lee Steinberg. You know, you're only as good as your relationships in this business. So, you know, very difficult to do a bottom-up valuation, you know, with any sort of, you know, um, you, know you see what I'm saying? Like, so right. I, I just find it so fascinating that, you know, this deal was, first of all, even able to get done. I mean, I guess there's, you know, a need for the working capital. But what do you think the motivating point behind it was? It's really interesting to me because you don't see venture capital firms typically getting into the sports management business. Right. Venture right? capital firms right. target startups. Right. Athletes First is not a startup. No. Right. And the returns in this business are typically pretty limited. You know, you can only take 3% of the players' right. contracts by yep. rule. Uh, people can leave anytime they want. Agents can bolt. I mean, this shop is one of the big boys and they don't have too many people leave. They have, they're have they doing the poaching, not getting poached. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones just came over. They've got Aaron Rodgers. They've got Dak Prescott. They have volume. So as agencies go, they're able to do things that others can't, like group deals, marketing arms, all kinds of stuff that helps. But it still doesn't look like the kind of business to me that a VC firm would get into. So when I asked Rudy Klein-Thomas, who's now going to be the chair about Mastery it. Mastery Ventures, yeah. Mastery Ventures, he said, 
that basically they think these players are sort of undervalued assets, that they're like startups and that they have more value than they're realizing. They're future entrepreneurs. Right, and that they want to take them and make them owners in whatever things they want to do outside of football. They want to help them invest, which sounds great for a player, but I don't know if I see then where the big returns are for the investor. Well, for our audience, that's really important. Rudy Klein-Thomas, who is the founder of Mastery, who is now going to be the owner, you know, African-American male, you know, is going to be, you know, the new owner of Athletes First. Um, You know, he was Andre Iguodala's, like, number two, right? Right. I mean, he was the guy who basically, they they own leads together, the the English premier team. So my point is, if you have now um, him at the helm, an African-American, the very first in the space, you know, what does that mean for, you know, them? I guess their ability to attract, you know, a greater majority of the athletes because it's got to be a volume play, right? Right. I think that's part of it. They feel like they, they will get athletes want, will want to be there uh, and that they can tap into athletes, sort of help them do the types of deals maybe they haven't done before, whether that's commercial real estate, whether that's founding companies themselves, that sure. they can bring that expertise and that knowledge, but also have those conversations in a way that, you know, they'll be trusted. Does Athletes First do anything along those lines right now? They do. So I talked to Brian Murphy and he said, look, we try've always tried to give people as much of, we listen to them about what they want. And if they just want to play football, we let them just play football. If they want to start a foundation, we help them do that. If they want to get into X or Y business, we try to open doors. But essentially, we can't open as many doors as Mastery Ventures and General Catalyst can. So mm-hmm. it's just a way to, to increase awesome. the scale of what you're doing. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Well, Scarlett, you know in VC, right? For every nineteen, you know, for every twenty investments you make, nineteen are going to miss and one right, is going right. to hit. So let me give you some numbers here, or some names rather. So Mastery was an investor in Coinbase, Zoom, um, <laughs> General Catalyst, Warby Parker, right? right. So we're saying Parker there's glasses, twenty of those, Airbnb, nineteen of those firms for everyone Snap, that you just named. Right. right. So I guess I guess my point is they have experience in kind of finding these diamonds in the rough. They have that Silicon Valley background. I mean, Andre Guadalla, you know, played for you know the Golden State Warriors. I had so talked to him, and what surprised me about the way he thought through everything was that he intended to go to Golden State because he wanted access to those Silicon yes. Valley founders and entrepreneurs. Same with Durant. That was Kevin Durant, right? So, I yep. mean, like, that was exactly right. And so, I guess, you know, these former Golden State Warrior athletes and their <laughs> helpers, you know, have had a real interesting run the last 10, 15 years as VC, as these companies have kind of come into being. And so, you know, leveraging that and taking it now directly into, you know, right. the, the realm of CAA and IMG. I mean, talk to us about the competition there. I mean, like, it, I mean, where do they... Where do you think the agency plans to go from here? You know, it's interesting because you look at sort of the black-owned side of what we were talking about, and you have seen in other sports, Clutch Group, Rock Nation, and the entertainment side, and they have generally partnered up with Live Nation or United Artists. And so uh, this is not exactly uncharted, you know, sort of doing this kind of deal. But this is the wrinkle on this is the VC is is coming in with the money and bringing that yeah. black ownership to it uh, rather than the other than the sort of and bring the connections. agencies yeah so you know and, and know i think how. you're right that like you know this is sort of an extension of what rudy was doing with those warriors players where then he was sort of 
helping them get access to the large funds and getting deal flow through them. Now he's got his own fund yeah. and he's going back to the athletes. So yep. it's in a way, it's like a full circle. I kind of have to think that as well, this allows them to spread to college players and high school players too with NIL, because those are going to be your future entrepreneurs too. And you can get to them really quickly. That's definitely true. And just in general, in the NIL space, one thing that I've heard a lot is that that is what's happening, that the agencies have to get to possible major talents earlier and earlier. And it's a lot like investing in a startup where, you know, 20 of these are not going to work out, but you have mm-hmm. to get the one who's going to be the household name. Right. right. They're going to look at the pro athletes right. and be like, oh, look at them. And they're able to get be introduced to all these incredible opportunities. That's where I want to be. For you financial nerds out there, I think a comp for me anyway, when you're looking at a, you know, a company like this, you, you look at what SoftBank did with Compass, right? The real estate brokerage firm mm-hmm. where your agencies come in and out every day. They can leave at their whim. But what was the play from, I guess, a VC from a tech standpoint? It was maybe the data collection, maybe again, or their ability to touch a greater you know volume of people or, or, or whatever the, the, the case may be. I think, you know, that's kind of got to be the way I would look at it, right? Because to me, again, these agents, I mean, David Dunn himself, you know, up and left, you know, yeah, he wasn't able to actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think he was banned for like eight, nine years before There's he was able to come. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah. And, but I mean, look, now you, t- you take a look at where that company is and where he is, and it's just an unbelievable job. And I'd love to get a number for what that company sold. <laughs> right. 150 million only eight years ago. Pretty unbelievable. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sold definitely on the fact that client service is going to be really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it's good for players. We'll see how it is for business. Have you talked to any other talent agencies and um, how they're going to position themselves or respond to this? I haven't heard from the competition on this. You know, I think they all basically will make the same pitch to their athletes. Octagon CA, they'll say, we have scale, we'll do whatever you want, we'll listen. And then it just comes down to that execution. Like who actually can get you on a board that you want to be on, who can help you, you know, invest in the company that you want to invest in. And uh, that's, you know. That's, yeah, I, I, I mean, thing. I also have to believe in order to get, you know, uh, you know, uh, Klein Thomas and the investors comfortable, there has to be some sort of a succession plan in place, right? You have to have these agents or somebody locked in for a period of time so that they're not walking out the door tomorrow, yeah. I guess. You know, and my I understanding assume. is too, they, the, the agents, the 20 odd agents there are getting a piece. Yeah, so that's, it's got to yeah, be yeah, equity oriented. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. There's got to so be a, everybody, everybody gets a slice, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> equity all around for everyone. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much, Ira Boudway. Great story. How did you, just tell us the backstory of how you got this. Well, I've written about Rudy before, Rudy Klein-Thomas, when um, he was working more with directly with Andre Iguodala and helping Warriors players get access to the world of Silicon Valley. Right. Uh, we did. I did a piece with him, and then I spoke with him again more recently when he was helping uh, minority investors get in on a Harvard development deal yes. that had yes, set a- Yes, they did a, the computer lab, right? Yeah, yeah, they did this big science lab, and they had- um, stipulated Harvard had that they needed a certain percentage of the equity side of the funding to come from minority investors. Mm. And so Rudy Klein Thomas put together a group that helped them hit that number. Fabulous. So yeah, he's, he's doing lots of things in this world. Okay. And he saw the opportunity and off we went. I really appreciate it. Ira Boudway is with Bloomberg Business Week. Thank you so much for joining us. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. I'm Scarlett Fu. You are. (laughs) (laughs) Who am I these days? I'm Damien Sasso. (laughs) And Michael Barr will be back later this week. Catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, where we explore the world of money and sports. I'm on Twitter as well, at Scarlett Poo. And I'm on Twitter at T Sasso. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world. The countdown has begun. 
This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.